This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the show. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the latest updates in the space industry, ranging from Virgin Galactic's sixth mission in six months, SpaceX's market dominance, regulatory discussions surrounding commercial human spaceflight, to the shifting fortunes of smaller launch companies. There's a lot to unpack here, so let's just get into it. First up, we have Virgin Galactic. They're on a roll announcing its Galactic 05 mission slated for November 2nd. The launch continues the company's robust monthly flight schedule of its VSS Unity spacecraft. The mission is extra special as it'll ferry researchers using the space plane as a mobile lab. And this approach as space as a service could revolutionize how we think of space missions and what they can offer in the future. Now, what makes this particular flight even more intriguing is the presence of some renowned figures from the scientific community. Alan Stern, the man behind the New Horizons mission to Pluto, is one of the passengers, and Stern has asserted that utilizing VSS Unity for experiments is far more cost-effective than relying on traditional NASA resources. Also on board is Kelly Girardi, an advocate for commercial space, who will be conducting her own set of experiments. Now, the company's consistent flight schedule and multi-purpose use of its space planes may mark a shift in how we approach space missions. And by providing an accessible, more affordable avenue for research and tourism alike, Virgin Galactic is pushing the boundaries of what can be done with commercial space endeavors. Now, let's move on to SpaceX. Switching gears. Let's look into the competitive pressures exerted by SpaceX on smaller launch companies. Industry insiders argue that the Falcon 9's pricing model has made it nearly impossible for small rocket companies to stay afloat. SpaceX initially offered rideshare launch opportunities for as low as $5,000 per kilogram. And though that rate has slightly increased, it still significantly undercuts the pricing offered by smaller companies. Now, Kurt Blake, former CEO of Spaceflight, pointed out that SpaceX's pricing is so disruptive that it doesn't merely gain market share, but freezes out investment in small launch startups. This begs the question, how long could SpaceX go while maintaining a stranglehold in the market? And what does this mean for diversity and innovation within the industry? And could this mean that SpaceX has a monopoly on spaceflight? I don't think there's a monopoly, but we might get into that in a different episode. Now, as we look a little bit further, the talk of regulations comes into play. A 20-year freeze on federal regulations for the safety of passengers on commercial human spaceflight is coming to an end. Companies like SpaceX, Blue Origin, and Virgin Galactic are urging for an extension of this moratorium, signaling the industry's collective voice against immediate regulatory intervention. Now, Congress has granted a three-month extension, allowing more time for the FAA to work closely with the industry to establish a net safety framework. Now, however, there's a unanimous belief among these space companies that the industry isn't yet mature enough for a comprehensive set of uh, safety rules. 
the lawmakers and companies find themselves on the cusp of significant policy shift, and the outcome will have lasting effects on commercial human space flight. Now, Astra's stock recently plummeted by 19%, bringing its market cap to about $14 million. The company, once valued at $2.1 billion, now faces a huge battle to regain market trust. Astra's struggle point to the volatile nature of the space industry for new entrants and for smaller players. In an attempt to stave off further declines, Astra has slashed general and administrative expenses and refocused its efforts on spacecraft thruster production. Then there's the story of Arian Group and Arian Space, who have had to delay a crucial hot fire test for their Arian 6 rocket yet again. And the test is now scheduled for sometime in November. Now, these repeated setbacks in the heightened competition from companies like SpaceX raise questions about the long-term viability of such traditional partners in the industry. Now, Rocket Lab, another small-scale launcher, has opted for a different route by pivoting towards satellite manufacturing. With its Photon platform, the company aims to be a one-stop solution for clients looking for both a launch vehicle and a satellite presence. Now, this unique proposition could carve out a niche for Rocket Lab, allowing it to stand out amongst giants like SpaceX. Firefly Aerospace, another company, is attempting to make its own splash, targeting medium-sized payloads with its upcoming Alpha and the Beta rockets. Despite a failed Alpha launch, the company remains optimistic about securing a footing in the industry. They've recently received a contract from NASA to develop lunar landing systems, offering a lifeline of sorts and a route to future revenue streams. Now, the landscape for small launch companies is filled with challenges, but also for opportunities. And the market pressures from SpaceX are intense. But these little players, they're in it for the long haul, and they're finding unique ways to adapt and strive for relevance in this giant spaceflight industry. Now, SpaceX Starship is catching the eyes of leading American astronomers, too. A huge ship, 400 feet tall, massive, massive amounts of payload. And a panel of astronomers expressed that the introduction of rockets with larger payloads and fairings offered up at a lower cost could redefine future astronomy missions. Charles Lawrence, chief scientist for astronomy and physics at NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory, echoed these sentiments during his presentation to the National Academies Committee on Astronomy and Astrophysics. It's worth noting that all these new launch vehicles gain prominence. They don't just reshape the commercial aspects of space, but also expand the possibilities in scientific exploration. The new generation of rockets like Starship and Blue Origin's New Glenn could become the go-to platforms for huge space missions in the near future. Now, Thank you so much for listening to the show today. If you are interested in spaceflight and if you're interested in space exploration, please, I urge you to hit the subscribe or the follow button on whatever platform you're on right now. And if you can give this a like, that would be great too, if that's on your platform. Some platforms have it, some platforms don't. But also, I want to urge you to please take care of yourselves. Your health is important. Take care of yourselves and the ones that you love. And until next time, I'll see you on the next episode.